the Rad So it's 11-11 now that we're starting to record this. Hi, I'm producer Brandon. This is the Rad Podcast. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> this is Amanda. Hey, yeah. we're here. Um, so we were just having a pre-podcast conversation about uh, numerology. Like, I just, I really did just put Amanda on the spot on this because the clock struck 11-11 and I said, oh, hey, by the way, my master number is 44. And Amanda said, I don't know what master number 44 means. And I said, you don't know what master number 44 means? Well, let me go to the Google cave. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were like referencing some fucking movie or some I, sci-fi know. nerd exactly. fashion. Exactly. Um, That's exactly what I thought. No, this is, uh, if you believe in numerology and, and uh, like the spiritual impl- implications behind it, like mm-hmm. the, the mumbo jumbo stuff that Rob normally refers to yeah. it as, um, the master number 44 carries the significance of vibration four and eight with amplification. It's known as the quote unquote master healer and is very rare in numerology. Ooh. Also, the number eight is an important and desirable number in numerology. Now I'm not, I, I'm still kind of learning about this because somebody presented to me, um, a tarot reading. Have you ever oh, had one of those before? No, but I really want to have one. So YouTube is an amazing thing when it comes to this kind of stuff. Like mm. you don't have to go to the the wacky, the whack job, uh, psychologist, psychology, psycho, um, what are those? The Madame Tussauds <laughs> yeah. shop, the shop, the spirituals and that like has like the magnet, the, the ball, the magic crystal ball and stuff. Right. <clears throat> spend like 20 or I don't know how much it costs. I've never been to one of those things, but however much you spend, you spend money and, and you know, I, a lot of the implications are that they're whack. They're, uh, they're hack jobs. They're, yeah. They're, they're ripping you off. Ripping, thank like, you. Remember the, in, uh, Robin Hood, the cartoon, the Disney cartoon. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I'm going to read your fortune. And mm-hmm. then little John's over there picking off all the diamonds off of the rings. I feel like that's the same type of thing. Another example is when Pee Wee Herman on uh, Pee Wee's Great Adventure, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, I think it is, when he's going to find his bike. Yes. And he's so desperate, and he's walking down this city city street, and it's pouring rain, and he sees this red light that says, uh, have your fortune red here. And he goes in there, and and she does just that, rips (laughs) him off. totally. Like, looks outside and reads things off of the side, and and ultimately she tells... Peewee that his bike is at the Alamo in Texas, <laughs> and it's not there, but ultimately does end up being there in the end, which is a great fucking movie. I think I want to go watch that when I go home. Yeah, that's um, a great one. Or uh, what is is Lady Cleo or Cleo or whatever? I got it. I got the, your private reading now. Call Cleo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, I can't. I can't remember the last time I seen one of those commercials. Is she still around? I don't know. She might have died. Yeah. Well, anyway, I, I was just telling Amanda that my my uh, if you're at all interested in numerology and what my number is, uh, number forty four is my master number, and then eleven eleven um, is my other set of numbers. And honestly, I see these numbers more fre- frequently now than ever before. Oh I will always look at the clock when it's either one eleven, eleven eleven, four forty four. Wow! All the time. It's sometimes three thirty three, which um, I'm I'm told that it's like um, that the angels are surrounding you and are are empowering you and and are by your side and like the holy trinity is is by your side. Yeah. Um, and eleven eleven is like follow your intuitions, follow your follow your gut because you're on the right path and everything is oh, working sweet. out. So it's like 
I don't know if it's like one of those things where you look at their astrology readings and it's like some of these vagary hopeful things that keep you motivated and going like, oh, I relate to that. It feels so good. Right. And how much of it, how much of it is really true? I like I to keep know. an open mind and Me it too. feels it feels good. Like I, I, I think the constant daily reminder because 1111 happens every day, mm-hmm. 444 happens every day. Right. And it just so happens to happen for me multiple times a day because right. I'm already up before four o'clock a.m. and then I'm already up past four o'clock. So it's like right. it's a reoccurring thing. It's really weird. And I think that's why it came up um, with my friend who uh, sent me the tarot card reading. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is look up your sign. Oh, whatever your sign is and Google or YouTube uh, tarot reading for what? what's your sign? Aquarius. Aquarius uh, tarot reading for this week. And they do like weekly Ooh, uh, readings that will help you kind of figure out where you're at, where you're going. And it was relatable to me. Um, I'm an Aries. So I looked that up and it was like spot on, like where it was, what the reading was and how it spoke to me. It was very, uh, it, it resonated. So, uh, check out. Yeah, I totally would. I didn't even know. I mean, YouTube is a whole world that I haven't even really tapped into. Um, but what is, do you, do you have one that you particularly clicked on that you liked? Um, no, I I think I just clicked on the, the two that first came up. The the first one that was sent to me was sent to me by a a fellow spiritual friend, Mm -hmm. um, who, who's like a hypnotherapist and, uh, I, I trust the I trust the sources that uh-huh. they, and it's it's usually pretty good. Um, and you can also tell by like the quality. Like if you if you know that this person is is got like good quality video and audio and that <laughs> yeah. kind of thing, it's not like somebody with like a, a janky webcam in the bathroom <laughs> corner. Yeah. And they're like talking way over here. And I'm, you know, I'm going to pull it, flip over this card and this card is going <laughs> to tell me that you're going to have. You're gonna have an okay week. It's, you could Shoot tell, like, apple butter. you could tell by the the production quality that it's. Um, I, I guess it's just like anything you find on the internet. It's yeah. kind of up to your own discretion. If right. you, if you, and a lot of the times, I'll find a video that I it, it, the message could be clear and I can I could be following along, but I can't stand their voice. Oh. Um, they'll just have like a high pitched voice or their inflections are annoying. I'm sure there's some things that I do on the podcast or on the radio that might annoy people. Like just, just, just there's certain things about certain people's voices that just don't click with me Mm -hmm. and you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go away. And just an example, um, I like to look at cooking videos primarily for inspiration, but also to kind of brush up on things. Cause like I might not, I've remembered a certain technique before. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll look up certain recipes. It'll tell me how to like, you know, dice certain vegetables up or whatever that I, whatever, thing or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And there's this one cooking channel that comes up a lot because he's kind of like a, a basics guy. Um, but every inflection is like this and I'm going to do this with the butter. And then after I'm done with the butter, I'm going to put it in the pan. <laughs> and when I'm done with the pan, I'm going to put it in the dishwasher and then I'm going to do this. It's like always on an upward motion. Oh. And even though like he's going to finish the sentence, he still inflects on a higher inflection. Oh, and it drives me nuts. I just want to throw my <laughs> fucking TV out the window. Yeah. Um, but I just click off because I'm rational and I won't, right. you know, destroy my TV. <laughs> right. So how did you find out what your masturbator number was? <laughs> my masturbator. Um, well, a lot of practice, <laughs> a lot of practice. Um, uh, it came up in the tarot reading. Oh, um, okay. 
it was weird because like I, I've 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 seen these numbers and I've associated the numbers that I've seen um, repeat themselves like eleven eleven or four forty four, and I'll just Google it just to see what's the meaning of this because I know mm. I know that that's out there and I knew that it's a thing numerology I just right. don't follow it enough to fully understand it and 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 how it works but I know that it's connected with your the spirituality and, and that realm of, of belief um, that there's some sort of influence with numbers on in the universe. Yeah. Oh, something just tripped me out because my, so my birthday is two, four, eight, 81, mm-hmm. but yours is four, eight, mm-hmm. 80 something. And uh, the master number 44 and four, eight. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, it's <laughs> trip- weird. It, it, it there, I think, Though this is one of those things that you can kind of find a little co- connection in a lot of things, mm-hmm. but it, then again, I'm always seeing on my clock 408. Yeah, and and the way that my my clock looks on my phone is always zero four zero eight, and it's just one of those weird things. Now that I know more about like the master number and the importance of it or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, what is this? What does this mean? Am I like the chosen one? <laughs> I, I'm re- I'm ready for the the aliens to beam me up and start probing me. Oh dang! You, you might like it. I might like it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That, yeah, that shit always just trips me out, and it trips me out. You know how? Um, I think you were telling me, or Mrs. Brandon were telling me, or I've just heard that like when you have a relationship with people, like a closer relationship, that you know you've had different variations of the relationship before like if you believe yeah if you believe in reincarnation or past lives that there's a there's a revolving connection between certain people like some would say they're soulmate but it doesn't necessarily mean you're the soulmate every time it's like sometimes like say you and me if we were to go back in time and find out that we were both uh entwined in our life uh previous lives it could be different variations. You, I could be your mom, and you mm-hmm. could be my son. Yeah. Or I, we could be totally different cousins. You know, different relations. That yeah, don't even, brother, don't even, sister, yeah. something. Yeah. Who knows? It, but, it it varies. Well, that's what I was gonna say about our connection, and I wonder about it because they're just little fucked up little things that make me go, "What the hell?" Like for instance, one thing that really tripped me out is uh, your previous band. Duende, mm-hmm. right? Well, my sister, who did a battle of the bands years and years and years ago, her band's named Duende. Mm-hmm. And like the, what is the coincidence of that? You know, it's just such a, it's such a random word that not, not many people know about. Yeah. And then just that fact that it's like you, who I spend so much of my time with and in, uh, in my waking life, you mm-hmm. know, it's just like little fucked up things like that happen and it just, really trips me out yeah and i think a lot of those types of things most of the time can be just coincidental right right, um but with this particular word duende and the reason why i picked it was because i saw it on an episode of um destination unknown or it was an it was a uh, anthony bourdain show oh okay one of his one of his travel shows i think the first one before he went over to uh cnn he uh was in Spain and they were doing flamenco music and they were talking about the flamenco and they were saying that there is an essence of the music and it's called Mm -hmm. duende. It's, it's the, it's the evocation of emotion that you experience from music. 
Right. Um, and it's also like if you Google Duende, it'll also be the name of like a, this little green bo- goblin, which is <laughs> which is supposed to represent or like a little green fairy, which is uh, supposed to kind of represent the same thing that would absinthe represents oh, okay. like the, the 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 fairy of inspiration and the fairy of good good feelings and yeah and that kind of thing and so that's why i picked one day is because i i totally believe in that evocation of emotion that you from, get from, from music. music yeah so you know that's why it related to me and because it was on anthony bourdain i was like well fuck that that's a great band name yeah uh, but the band didn't become anything so <laughs> you're welcome to use that if you want to <laughs> Well, my, Unless your sister's got a no, no, cap she, on. that's that's like way long in her past life. Can uh, people find her band on YouTube if you look for oh, Duende? Probably, yeah, Duende. Yeah. Uh, she did D U A D U E N D E. Yeah. Um. Yes, actually, she has. I don't mean. Sorry, sister, if you don't want this out there, but oh well, we don't have to. Oh no, it's already on YouTube. She has shit on YouTube. Um. Duende, uh, there's a song that she sings, I believe, Bessie, uh, which is an original song. And then B-E-S-S-I-E? Yes. B- okay. Yeah. And then uh, there is, I know you're not particularly a fan of Randy Newman. Oh, I like Randy Newman. Oh, okay. Well, she does a cover of that where she sings and it's fucking badass. And she's she was the bass player in the band. Right on. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So Duende, that's a coincidence, I think. It is. Yeah, it is a coincidence, but then every once in but a while... That I'm stuff like, happens all the time. Yeah. In, in, in every day life, it just happens all the time. It's yeah, pretty and cool. Yeah, it trips me the fuck out. I'm trying to, like, let go of the um, the anxiety and, like, the fear that I have. But I, you know, like I said before in our last broadcast, I just... Of one what? Of, of dying and, like, past life and coming back again and... You just don't want to know. You just want to be, you just want to be oblivious. You don't want to be oblivious. You just don't, you don't, you just would rather be ignorant to the idea that there's going to be a death coming soon and that there were previous deaths and you just don't want to know about it. Yeah. I just wish that I could be relaxed about, I'm going to come back again Mm. as, you know, and like, I don't know. But are you? Well, I think. I don't know. See? Yeah. yeah. See, I don't know. My my son, when he was like two, and this just came up on my, you know how on Facebook it'll be like two years ago, it said this, like it, it's the on this day thing, or I have time hop too. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a status and my son was like two, I think three, maybe at the oldest. And he's like, mama, how many deads are you on? And I was like, I don't fucking know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> and, but he was asking me how many times I've died before. And he told me that I've died three times before. And he was like on his second death or whatever. Now, of course, when you talk to him, he has no fucking recollection of that. Or he just says, oh, mom, I was kidding. I was kidding. But mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So. He knows. Yeah, I know. He's aware. Yes. He is an alien. You know that, right? <laughs> he's an alien. He's got he the knows. key to life. He's he knows. He knows. Um, this, this is a good time to remind you that if you do want to go to see Sierra, my energy worker, um, she is, uh, intuitive Sierra intuitive healing is the, is the website. The place that she used to practice at is going away. So positive practice is like the, the place to go Uh no more. Like they're all the practitioners are having to find new places to go, um, including Sierra. So unfortunately, 
there's not like a storefront that I can send people to, but I can, mm-hmm. I could definitely send you to Sierra. Um, intuitive energy healing is what she does. Um, but where was I going with that? I don't know. You're just saying to remember, cause I oh, have cause, a lot yeah. of anxiety. And if you wanted it. to go still, she's still available, but there's that place isn't going. But I, what I did find out though, just from this broadcast, thanks to all you fine listeners, she has had like way too many people approaching her to get work done, <laughs> which is amazing. It was like, a great problem to have. Exactly. And she, she gave me this shout out on Facebook and made me feel really good. But, um, yeah, she, she's overwhelmed with how many people have been reaching out to her and other practitioners out there. Um, thanks to this broadcast. So that's, amazing. that's really cool. So see, people are listening to the broadcast and they're going out to do it and they're, they're, I know, they're I know. T- able to come back and tell us about it. And yeah. they're not, they're not dying or freaking out or. I know, I know I need to do it. But it's at your own discretion and when you're ready. So. Yeah. Um, that, uh, let, let's get into some emails because there's, there's some stuff that we need to cover from uh, previous broadcasts. Uh, the last one we did, um, oh, before we get to the emails. We're going on vacation soon. Yes. Yeah. So when this podcast airs, we'll we'll be a couple of days away from uh, our spring vacation, mm-hmm. and um, I'll be going to Hawaii. Bye. Oahu, to be in fact, uh, to be specific. Price. Yeah. I I can't wait. This is supposed to be like the San Francisco version of Hawaii versus mm. I we've uh, the wife and I have been to Kauai twice. Uh, we've been very lucky to be able to go there twice. Um, and now we wanted to try like the opposite side of the spectrum because Kauai is very low key. Everything shuts down between seven and eight. Like once it starts to get dark, there are no streetlights. So there's no driving around, finding a bar to go to. Right. All the stores, all the restaurants, everything shuts down when the sun goes down. Um, but not in Oahu, apparently. It's like San Francisco Party City transplanted in, in Oahu oh. or in Hawaii. So we're going to have uh, a special recording of the podcast while i'm in hawaii that's gonna be fun it'll be similar to what you did with uh, former producer christy where you guys were driving home from the airport yeah and said this time it'll be me and probably mrs brandon out on a kayak in the middle of the ocean recording a podcast don't don't drop the recorder I'll, well you know if, if i do then we won't have a broadcast live <laughs> from hawaii or i'll just have to record it again on right. the beach right after on my record, <laughs> after the recorder dries out, of course. Yeah. Um. So that'll be fun. I, I've never, yeah. I've never done a live outside of the, outside of the studio recording of a podcast before. Mm-hmm. So this will be fun. Yeah. Um. Which leads me to an idea that I want to toss out with you and with the listeners. All right. Um. We have Sabroso coming up. Um. Right after we come back from our spring break, which will be on April second. Um, six days later will be, no. Yeah, yeah. Your birthday. Yeah. It'll be my birthday, uh-huh. but it'll also be the Sabroso music festival at Papa Murphy's park. It's got the offspring. It's got uh, me first and the gimme gimme's Pennywise, uh, the vandals, vandals uh, and that Kung unwritten Fu law, thingy, uh, the Kung Fu glow skulls. I think no. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, I'm wearing my voodoo glow skulls. Yeah. Today. And I was forget who they are and i i, I it's like kung, kung, los, kung fu los kung fu something or other yeah <laughs> those guys they're a great band yeah but i'm there to see the offspring on rin la me first and the gimme gimme's and the vandals um, and, Pe- and pennywise did you oh say yeah, pennywise? yeah and pennywise yeah. all the all the bands they're gonna be great uh-huh. um and we're gonna be out there hanging out with 98 rock our flagship uh station that the morning show plays on um and maybe we do a live broadcast from there yeah, what, is, I wonder what, do you th- what, what do you think? Well, I think it would be fun. Yeah. I'm wondering what, if people would be interested in, in doing that and coming up. Yeah. 
So here's it. How about this? If you are listening to this broadcast and you are planning on going to the Sabroso Music Festival and you think this is a good idea, <laughs> email us. Yes. RAD at radradio.com. Let us know what you think. And maybe we'll set up like a live broadcast recording area or maybe just Amanda and myself will just hang out backstage somewhere and uh and talk about it and and do like a live broadcast behind the scenes. But I think it would be more fun to have everybody included. Yeah, I, I, know I, I think, think so too. Yeah, I so it'd be fun. Write us and let us know what you think. Rad at radradio.com. Um, maybe we'll bring this up on the regular show too to to see where things go. Gin um, things oh, up. And I got some meetings next week with with radio scum that I'll be able to hash these things oh, out with. Are they too. really scum? No, mm-hmm. no, not this one. They're they're, they're pretty nice. Yeah. Good. They've had, they've had some uh, staff changes in the last year, so th- they've cleaned out the scum pretty much. Yeah. And they got a whole fresh batch of scum. Nice. New scum. New we can mold scum. them into what we want them yes. to be. Yes, excellent. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so the emails. Um, in the last broadcast, I talked about my back issues. And I'm, th- I'm having, you know, I'm an old man. Mm-hmm. I threw my back out while I was lifting boxes. And most of the time, it, I, I think it was just caused uh, by stress primarily and also the fact that i'm i was getting ready to move and leading up to my big moving day i was picking up boxes and everything right first time in my life i'm 31 years old i throw out my back and i'm 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 literally stuck to the couch not able to move so i have oh to go goodness. finally see the chiropractor and that was weeks ago and i've been seeing i saw him probably four times since and i feel like a new man it feels great everything is like back in order um, I have lower back pain in the, in the, in the morning, but that's common because you're just getting waking up, up, just yeah. waking up and you're, and the way that we work, we go from, uh, laying in bed and I'm, I'm at like three o'clock in the morning, I'm getting up and then I'm coming straight here and I'm standing on my feet all day. I'm not really stretching, which I, I'm doing better about. I'm, right. I'm, I need to include a regimen of stretching in the morning so that I'm able to function throughout the rest of the day. Um, so I'm now seeing a chiropractor who's fucking amazing. He's a kinesiologist. Kinesiologist. Yes. And it's kind of a kind of a fancy way of saying that he just knows pressure points and 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 can kind of f- figure out where your pain is just by pushing in certain areas and seeing how your fa- how your reflexes work and stuff. Yeah, but I think there's some energy stuff in there too. There is. And yeah. one thing that I love about my my uh chiropractor is that he doesn't really push that on you. Even though I'm a, a firm believer in like the spirituality side of things. Yeah, or energy work. There the energy work, yes. Um but I I, I I didn't need it there. You right. know, I just wanted to go in and get it out, get get fixed up and and I didn't need him to be like, Oh okay, now right. I'm centering your chi and yeah. I'm healing your <laughs> yeah. your crown to your base to your heart chakra and you know, he I don't need that there. That's right. that's not the place. Um but this guy I don't think he he pushes that on anybody mm-hmm. and I like that. So he's really quick in and out. And that leads me to this email that we got from Dan. He says, I wanted to see if I can get the name of the chiropractor that Brandon is seeing. I've been fighting back issues after a series of car accidents, and I've also been dealing with pain that never stops. Oh, no. Thank you, Dan. Uh, no, I will not let you know who my <laughs> chiropractor is because then I would never be able to see him. Aw. Um, no, that's not true. Mm-hmm. I, I actually emailed him directly and told him who he was. But I honestly, I don't want to. to uh, like this guy is kind of he works out of his house. Yeah. He's got his own home office, and I just don't... You don't want to blow up the spot. I don't want to blow up the spot just yet, because I'm just getting started. You know, I want to be able to get fit in for... (laughs) And he only works three days a week. Maybe I'm narrowing down who he is. Maybe people know who he is. (laughs) He only works so many days a week, and I can only get out there so often, and 
you know, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to tell everybody who he is, but I did email Dan directly. So hopefully he can get some relief. Yeah. I wonder why he's in so many car accidents. Do you think his wife is driving? Oh, hey! <laughs> or just Sacramento drivers, right? Yeah, yeah well, that's true. Oh, man. As soon as it rains, everybody forgets how to fucking drive. That is for the uh, truth. <laughs> for the fucking truth. <laughs> Sometimes I forget that we're doing the podcast and it's okay to cuss. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Sometimes like, trips you up. <laughs> during, during the live show, I, I, will, I will have to do that mental shake out of it because i'll, I'll want to be in broadcast mode but yeah. i can't be and then yeah yeah today i would when you got pissed off about so during the live show today we talked about a puppy that should not have died and it was fucking horrible because the flight attendant told the passenger to put the puppy that was in a carrier in the overhead compartment and the puppy suffocated to death and yeah. I got I got pretty heated. Yeah, and so I was just like, "Oh, Brandon, don't don't cuss, <laughs> don't say that word." Because oh, I know I how so close. how passionate you are about, especially animal rights yeah. and stuff, and just how much people's stupidity pisses you off. Yeah, so, especially when it comes to animals. Yeah, and I know that's one of your like hot button issues. So I was just like, "Ooh, it took, Brandon. A, it took a lot of willpower." Yeah, that's for sure. I I I, I thought I was going to slip, but I didn't think. No, that. you didn't. Um, and you really actually can composed yourself pretty well well thank you yeah well speaking of composure how are you doing with uh your sobriety you're over 60 days now yeah no? i think i'm 65 days 66 oh. days i can't remember uh, let me look at my fancy fancy app have it you use we use quit that right yeah quit that quit, quit that, that is the app you use and the app that i use is only for android people have written in before to see to figure out which one i'm using yeah, I couldn't find it because I wanted to use your same one. Yeah, it's Android only is what I've learned. Oh. And uh, it's called Easy Quit Drinking. Easy Quit. Easy Quit Drinking. And it tells you, like, pretty cool. It shows you, like, how much money you saved. You can go to this total health section. That And see, that's what the Quit That app, it tells you how much the money you save, but it doesn't tell you the health benefit stuff. And that's what I really wanted. Yeah, it, it tells you, like, how long it'll take you to get your blood alcohol content. So... I'll show you, Amanda, since you're the only one that can see this. <laughs> yes, um, Like, I've already gotten to the point where there's no alcohol in my blood, so this thing says your blood should be completely free of alcohol after one day, and that's true, 100% done there. Cell generation. After three days, many of your brain cells will start regenerating themselves. Anxiety and nausea symptoms are strong in this period. Um, I have 100% there, so my cell regeneration uh, excuse oh. me, is back to normal. Uh, withdrawal symptoms, all back to normal, ba 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 ba. Let's see if I can yeah, you're, go you're like a year, almost. Yeah, 318 days, Holy according God. to this app. Um, you know, Neurons, gray matter, all that stuff is back to normal. Mental health, physical health. Uh, okay, here we go. Le liver health. I still have one month and 16 days to go until my liver health is back to normal. Um, it says here, one year sober and your liver health is greatly improved, if not completely back to normal. The less severely you drank before, the better chances you have of your liver healing itself and avoiding irreparable scars. That's good. Um, heart disease says, uh, I've only got, I've got one more year and one month to go until my heart disease is like fully out of the clear. It says your risk of developing any coronary heart disease after two years of being sober is almost back to normal levels after almost. two after two years. Yeah. Fuck. So stroke and death and cancer are the last two ones that I still like I'm I'm still edging up on to yeah. to to avoid. And it says I still need four years and one month of sobriety to reduce my risk of uh stroke 
death and cancer, nine more years. Holy fuck. After 10 years, your risk of developing several kinds of cancers in areas affected by alcohol is down to a level only slightly above someone who never drank. So basically, yeah. basically, you're, you're just, you're, you're, your risks of getting cancer are a little bit worse if you drank than if you didn't drink. Hmm. But 10 years of sobriety is what it takes to get there. And I'm only... I'm only done. But a lot of these things, like, I'm, I'm already, uh, I've already ch- checked off the, the list of things to do. Cool. I've passed the 1,364 drinks. That's nice. Yeah. Um, I've, re- I've, I've again- regained lifetime of, uh, like, how many days I've, I've regained in my life are 18 days and 22.9 hours. Oh, sweet. So instead of losing days, you're gaining them back. Yeah, it's telling you how many days you've regained of your life for, for not drinking. Yeah, see, I need, I wish I had all that. I like the metrics stuff. Yeah, it's pretty, it goes in depth and, it, you know, it, it makes you feel special because you see like there's all these awards <laughs> oh, for yay! like the days you've surpassed. Oh, so that's it, cool. it starts out with, with hours and then days and then weeks, months, and now it's stuck at 7,500 hours until I hit the one year. Yeah. Mark, oh, you know? that's cool. Yeah. I, you know, I just, I've been battling the cravings. It still sucks. Um, there's not really a lot I can do about it. Just keep, you know, just telling myself my willpower is stronger than my desire to drink. That's it. That's all you can do. So fucking hard. There there is no magic trick. There are, um, there are ways that you can curb your cravings, Mm -hmm. um, like little, little tricks. So I'm lying there. There are some tricks, but there's no magic like, uh, swipe of a wand or or something that's just you suddenly wake up and go you know what i don't crave it anymore it's never going to happen because you are going to crave it and you are mm-hmm. going to have to face that time and time again oh yeah and some days it's a lot easier other than other days because like for me when i'm super stressed out or really tired i crave it so bad and yeah. and i just have to tell myself like you do that i have the willpower to to power through and I'm not going to do it. Yeah, my trainer had suggested, and it's just one of those things I got to pick it up uh, on next payday or whatever. Um, to that fish oil helps with uh, the withdrawals and everything. No, that's good. But you're you're past the withdrawal point. No, no, I know. Yeah, but she, she just said just she recommended general. it. Yeah. Um, so there's that to look at. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude. I mean, like today, I just kind of like woke up on the wrong side of the bed. And so it just kind of, you know, I don't know. I just felt grumpy all day. And then we talked about like the school stuff. And, you know, when we get in those, like started getting those like heated uh, political debates on the air, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's just, you know, just, you just get grumpy sometimes. And so it's anxious. Yeah. So, you know, in the past, what I would do is, you know, dip out and get myself a, not your father's ginger ale or, you know, make, soda and vodka or whatever bloody mary yeah just just to like chill out and not feel that stress level so i can't do that anymore you know and it just makes you have to deal with your emotions Mm -hmm. and it sucks as an adult (laughs) (laughs) but it's part of being an adult you know yeah I, i found that i handle it a lot better i handle stress a lot better because you know firsthand that when you do drink to excess and then it it just kind of keeps your anxiety level at a, at a constant red 
Yeah, because the hangover like triggers the anxiety worse right. than anything for me. And I think that that just that that's kind of that feeling always lingered um, for a while after I was after I quit. And I think a lot of that had to do with, you know, the what what you were just saying, how normally I would just go and get one, get a drink to, to mm-hmm. deal with this. But now I actually have to face my fears and face my demons and face my, um, you know, whatever is triggering shortcomings. Me. Yeah, whatever, whatever yeah. it is face it and mm-hmm. it's 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 this discipline that i've just kind of learned from and it it actually helps me in more high stress situations now i feel like i'm more equipped but it's also i've always kind of had like this zen like patience when i'm when i've been put in uh super stressful situations but alcohol kind of ruined that for me cuz oh. i feel like that that uh eliminated my ability to be steady handed in certain situations um, literally yeah. and figuratively. Yeah. And now I feel way better prepared. And, and like if one of the, one of the more stressful situations, I don't know, this is relatable to anybody, um, but not knowing if you like going to have to, to, to do a best of show <laughs> that day, like that's not relatable to anybody else, but you mm-hmm. um, and anybody else in this building. But to put it into context, like you don't, we don't know, if we're going to have to wake up at 3 a.m. and put together a five-hour show of best-ofs, mm-hmm. um, of best-of content to fill in what would normally be a live show. And then that kind of anxiety, when you're working under stress and under pressure, it builds up. And like when, before, I would just like be like, ah, rah, 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 I don't want to do that. This is going to be tough. And now yeah. I'm like, okay, I got this. All right, click, 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 you know. And now yeah. it, it just, things like click quicker and better and i've I've kind of noticed that having this um discipline about myself has helped in other ways and hopefully you'll find that too as time goes on yeah i just you know i don't like feeling um grumpy and persnickety yeah so you know we're human oh yeah of course yeah of course um so you know, I just have to feel. I have to figure out healthy ways to deal with it. Smoking mm-hmm. is not the uh, the way to deal with it, which has kind of been my crutch lately. And um, are you smoking like daily now? No, 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 no. But just every once in a while, I'll have a bad day. Mm-hmm. Cigarettes is what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, no. It's not. I mean, I don't buy packs of cigarettes. I don't. You know, it's just like every once in a while, I can bum one, mm-hmm. and I'll bum one. Which is horrible, but I don't know. I just have to feel, I have to figure out the better ways to do it. And I, you know, this is the thing my trainer always tells me. You have to believe that you deserve to be taken care of, mm-hmm. you know. And so I know all the different things that I can do. I can meditate. I can take a hot shower at the end of the night and, you know, get my sleep pattern better. I can do all these different things. I can do yoga. I can breathe. I can stretch. I can all this fucking shit. I know all of that shit that I can do. It's just that I'm not doing it. And as part of it is, uh, I don't know, self-loathing or something, you know, it's just like where you're not taking care of yourself because maybe there's a deep-seated belief that you don't that you don't deserve it yeah i think i think that's that's also a human thing i think we all can can relate to that that uh we kind of feel like we're in a rut and things really aren't going our way and Mm -hmm. that you know we're we're just kind of trying to figure out our place in the world it's all very relatable feelings and um to, to 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 
to have that feeling, it's very unmotivating to get out there and do a workout and do something better for yourself because you because you do feel like that that sense of well, I'm not good enough to yeah. be there anyway, you know. Yeah, and you and know, it's all I, about attitude. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And if I if I put it in perspective, I've only been sober for. 30 days or not 30 days, 65 days. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been dealing like with my depression and stuff on medication and therapy and all that bullshit for like two years. So I'm just fucking tired of it. Yeah. You know, I'm just tired of feeling gloomy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I can kind of say that I restarted 65 days ago because before that I was drinking like a fish and there's no way that the medication was like actually doing its job to help me. And probably why I had so many, um, uh, side effects when I was on different ones because I was also drinking, Mm -hmm. you know? So I just, I need to, you know, I just got to keep my eye on the prize. Well, I, we're, we're hitting a chord because we got a couple of emails here. Um, people that are going through very similar things. And I, I, that's weird that I don't know if it's a trend that, we're just getting on to, or people are following us as a trend. Um, but I, I feel like I'm seeing more often than not people at least proclaiming that they're not going to drink for extended periods of time, taking mm-hmm. breaks. Like and, and we do get emails that say, I've, you've inspired me blah, 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 to do this. And right. to, but I think I'd see more often than not, that's not just in the show circle on social media, but just in general, people just seem to crave a healthier lifestyle and um, maybe that's just because as we get older, we just kind of still gravitate towards people in the same age bracket. Mm-hmm. So we're not necessarily hanging out with all the 20 somethings that are out partying all the time right. anymore. We're with the, we're, the older folk. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that as we travel along in our age brackets, we, we're, we're still revolving around the same type of mentality. I think once we get in this age bracket, people are more inclined to think about mortality and health healthier lifestyles and getting their shit together yeah we can't we're not in college anymore right you know that kind of thing i think Um, you're exactly right but uh this email is from jessica who is very close to your uh days of sobriety um this was written on the 12th of march and she says that as of this day i'm 56 days sober so she's right behind you yeah yeah right around you um she says how do i deal with the cravings in the last podcast amanda talked about substituting salads But what else am I able to eat that is healthy for me and will aid in weight loss and cravings? Surprisingly, it's been harder for me to curb my food craving as opposed to the alcohol. Any health and fitness advice you can give would be great. Yeah, I I think I struggle with that, too. I mean, it's it's just all dealing with stress. So, you know, I emotionally eat sometimes, you know, like the other day. Uh, it was raining, so my son wanted a uh, hot cocoa. So I'm like, oh, let's go to Starbucks. And then I happen to like their fucking breakfast sandwiches, which are so horrible for you, but they taste good. Yeah. And so I'm just, and in my back of my mind, I'm like, I'm just eating this bullshit and I should not be putting it in my body. Mm-hmm. So, you know, trying to focus on a more organic and less processed uh, diet is good. Um, to, to that point, even just cooking food at home. Yeah. Like, if you are able to li- eliminate going out to eat or mm-hmm. like little snacks like that at, at uh, even coffee shops, you will notice significant a significant change in your your uh, well being and just your your average feeling of uh, you'll you'll feel so much better if you just eat from home. If you cook the food at home, even if it's like um, you know frozen patties or something, you're still or frozen chicken. 
it's still good. It's still better for you than going through that whole processed fast food type of thing. Well, yeah, and I try to. So for me, I've been trying to, quote unquote, treat myself, you know. So I go and I spend the money to buy, you know, the organic cheeses and all that stuff so that it's like a celebration when Mm -hmm. I'm eating my fucking boring spinach salad. But I got like these good organic things going on. Um, The other thing is now I... I can only drink it on like Saturdays, really, because I found out. So I love Temple Coffee Roasters and I it's right near my uh, trainer. So I was like, you know what? I am I should stop drinking Starbucks or Dretch Brothers or whatever, drinking coffee out. It's a it's a particular treat on payday Fridays that I go to Temple and I get my good coffee. Mm-hmm. And and I was thinking, well, um, you know what? I should now that I got a French press, I should get good coffee to treat myself, you know, all those types of things. It's if you can buy, you know, organic and and locally sourced, I I think that's great. And um so I got this Temple coffee, find out this fucking espresso. Oh. <laughs> so I was couldn't figure out why I because I cut back on caffeine in general anyway. Mm-hmm. But then I had espresso and I'm like, why can't I go to sleep? Well, it's because I bought the espresso. And you made it like a, a normal cup of coffee yeah. where you're normally supposed yeah. to have like what four to maybe six ounces of espresso. Four, two to four. Yeah, I think. and then it's almost like a shot. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Regular coffee but, is normally eight. But I do think treating yourself to those things, like getting yourself a nicer. Uh, coffee or getting yourself, you know, things that when you are cooking at home or you are eating stuff at home, it feels good. And you're like, oh, man, I get to eat this and it's delicious. That's a great idea. And I think um, maybe similar to how you have cheat days to working out, Mm -hmm. dedicate a certain day of the month for your, in your case, payday Friday. Mm -hmm. That's your day to go out and splurge and have yourself, you know, uh, a Big Mac. Or something like it won't kill you to mm-hmm. go out and 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 maybe have an unhealthy meal, but just know that you're not going to feel great afterwards. Right. But if this is something that will help you kind of curb that appetite, curb that uh, curb that a uh, craving, go for it. Just but at the same time, if you if you have a goal of like losing weight or quitting alcohol, I think the the biggest thing you need to do is just have discipline about mm-hmm. it. Because if you don't, then you, then there's there's always that that uh, temptation to fall back and slip back into old habits. Yeah. Um, and unless you confront it. And I think um, Jessica's not really like presenting like huge issues. Um, she's just like, Dude. oh, what else other than other than salads to curb the cravings for um, aiding her weight loss? Because obviously she's going to notice a, a significant amount of weight loss in the first couple of months after quitting drinking like right away. Mm-hmm. All those empty calories are, are like... It's almost like balloon. Yeah. You just deflate all that air after you're done drinking all that stuff. So you'll notice that change already in the next couple of months. Um, but, man, I, I think that Amanda's got the, the best idea just to kind of think healthier um, and then maybe dedicate certain days to have that one cheat day every yeah. once in a while. Um, one thing that, again, my trainer, Molly, told told me, and I had never really thought of this before, and maybe I've mentioned it before. I can't remember what I talked about with um, commercial breaks with you or mm-hmm. whatever. I can't remember. But I had never been told this before. I mean, everybody says that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. 
we we've heard that ever since we were little but also she told me that it should be your biggest meal of the day that's your fuel yeah so when you wake up you know that's when you're gonna have your your big hearty meal and Mm -hmm. then for the rest of the day you know lunch can be a moderate whatever and then by the time you get to dinner that really should just be kind of like a snack so your body's not trying to process all that food and digestion and you know that causes problems when you're sleeping and all that stuff yeah, so, you, you don't want to binge on food right before you go to bed because no. your body's in rest at that point and then when you wake up it's like oh still got to work on that food you fed me yeah a couple and, hours and ago. it's trying to re- but when you sleep that's when you're reparative yeah. you know for the rest of your body um so you know maybe that and then one thing that helps me and it doesn't help me a hundred percent of the time but uh sparkling water it mm-hmm. helps me i i don't know what it is about that if it's the fizzy because i got really into drinking champagne mm-hmm. so drinking that fizzy water just really helps me during the day um and it also you know helps your water intake so they have this new um you know i i've raved about lacroix and those yeah. are always really good yeah those are my um, fave. but they came out with this new one called bubbly uh-huh have you heard of these? I've seen. I saw it when yeah. I went to go. I love the coconut Lacroix, mm-hmm. and I saw the bubbly on an end cap at Target when I went to go buy my bubblies or so, my, my sparkly water. It's basically the same as Lacroix. Like uh-huh. their their lime is really good. They've got a grapefruit one that's also really good, but their cherry one. Ooh. So good. <laughs> is it so it's good? Like, it's like cherry coke, but sparkling water. Oh fuck! So I I am. Uh, I crave sodas a lot now uh-huh. um, because of the sugar, uh-huh. um, and I, but I hate it because I always feel like it's just a big gut bomb for me. Yeah. So I, I limit the soda that I drink, but now that I found these cherry ones, it's like cherry Coke, but oh. it's sparkling water. Yeah. So good. Bubbly, cherry fla- uh, flavored sparkling water. I'm going to try that Go one. get it. Yeah. It's, it. it's super good. Um, I think we helped Jessica there. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, if, not, so. if not, then she can listen to our response to Alexandra because she's writing about uh, very similar stuff here. So uh, this is from Alexandra. She says, hello, producers. Hello. I'm a longtime listener of The Rad Show since I was in middle school. I am now 29 years old and I'm very happy to be listening to the podcast as I feel they add a new age feel to the show that I didn't even know I needed. I've started dabbling in eclectic paganism for a few years now. And and though I've heard about things like Reiki, I never really imagined that it would click for me. After listening to your podcast, I think I have decided to give it a try. What's eclectic paganism? Well, Well, I know what paganism is. I know what eclectic means, right? So we put them together it's just like i am ignorant to this i do not know what that is yeah i don't know exactly either let me do a quick google search in the google Google cave Cave. feeling lucky yeah eclectic paganism also occasionally termed universalist or non-denominational non-denominational paganism a form of paganism where practitioners will blend paganism with aspects of other religious paths or philosophies. Sweet. So it's kind of just a mixing pot. I like it. Yeah, me too. That's cool. Didn't know that existed. Me either. Know. She goes on to say, some of the things Brandon has mentioned have really resonated with me as it pertains to drinking. I do not drink, but I do eat sweets in excess. And though it isn't as stigmatized as alcohol, it is a big problem for me. Something Brandon said in podcast episode number 13 or 12 really struck a chord. He mentioned that sometimes at the end of the day, he felt he deserved a drink because he had worked hard. 
I feel exactly this way at the end of a hard day at work, but only I crave ice cream and a lot of it. I struggle with this every day and eventually give into the temptation at the end of the day. Brandon and Amanda too. How do both of you have such strong willpower to overcome this? Oh. Is this a sign of my inner weakness? Can things like Reiki, Tai Chi, or yoga help with this craving? I've been doing weeks of research about changing my diet and thought I understand the I thought and though I understand the science behind a lot of these things, I can't seem to beat this craving. Not part because I feel too fat to do things uh, to do to doing these things. I meditate frequently, but in the moment, i.e. after work and right before I head home, I can't help but want to go to the store and grab a pint of Ben and Jerry's. Mm. Maricone dream. That's my <laughs> choice. I've tried locking up my debit card, hiding away my cash, and doing breathing exercises in my car. Somehow, some way, I find a reason to head to, this, to that store. Am I a hopeless case? As I write this, I feel very much at my wit's end. I'm sure a lot of this letter doesn't make sense, but... If even a portion of it is addressed, then I am truly grateful. I realize there is no easy answer, but perhaps someone else's perspective will do me good. Thank you both for the wonderful new age vibe you two bring to the show. Oh, yeah. Alexandra. Well, Alexandra, um, I get it. And no, you're not a helpless, you're not a helpless case in this sense. And I, I think you're right because it isn't as stigmatized as alcohol and it's a little bit easier to get. It's like, oh, sweet treats, sweet treats. Yeah. But it's got a hold on you. And you know it. You know that you can't help it. You know that you want to get a hold on it. Um, so it's it could be considered, you know, kind of an addiction. Or, um, Absolutely. Um, but it, it's not gotten to the point now where you're unhealthy. At least I hope you're not. And if it is, then this is something you really need to tackle. Um, but there are some things. And since you're open-minded to it, um, since you're an eclectic paganist, pagan, like an eclectic pagan, is that what you would call yourself? <laughs> um, and you're into the idea of Reiki. Maybe try hypnotherapy. Hypnotherapy has been proven to work for smokers, for overeaters. I, I went to a hypnotherapist, the one I uh, referred to at the beginning of this podcast. Um, I needed to crave food again. I, mm. I, when I first quit drinking, I couldn't get an appetite, and I don't know what right. it was. Like I felt like. Before I quit drinking, I, I always had an appetite and I was always kind of just right. normally eating. And after I, I couldn't. So I went to this hypnotherapist and I said, I don't really have anything wrong with me. I'm not having an issue with my cravings with alcohol, um, but I do want to I want to have a bigger appetite so I can eat more. And yeah. and it worked. I think it worked because I'm still eating. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think my appetite got better, but I also craved healthier foods. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know that. um Hypnotherapy has been work has worked for people, especially with eating. And maybe there could be something to be said. Maybe there's, there's a trick that the hypnotherapist does where if you think about ice cream, you automatically think about the smell of cat piss or something like that. Okay. Oh, I don't know how gimmicky that is. It mm-hmm. sounds gimmicky to me, but I think that it could be something as simple as that, along with all of your other uh, ideas of doing uh, yoga and being more physical because... When you're when you're more physically active, you crave healthier things. You don't right. crave the the unhealthy stuff. Although, you know, if you are being more active and you are being more physical, then you can treat yourself to these things. But you can't you can't overdo it. Right. Well, I think that so she said, you know, she feels like at the end of the day when she's had a long day that she deserves that ice cream. 
And so what she's doing is she's rewarding herself with the ice cream at the end of the day. So maybe there's something else she could reward herself with at the end of the day. I don't know maybe, what that would maybe be. Maybe a, a Hitachi magic wand, maybe? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, you know, or she could find some other type of thing to treat herself with at the end of the day. Maybe frozen yogurt. That's a good that, substitute. Maybe that maybe 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 try an alternative to the unhealthy Ben and Jerry's. The the the, the just try to get the the fruits and the maybe smoothies. Maybe oh, Jamba Juice. Dude, I just thought of this. okay. So there's this thing that you can do, and I did it when I was on my paleo diet. When I when I was trying to lose my baby weight from having my son, I did paleo. And there's this thing that you can do. And maybe just try it. So what you do is you get a thing of Cool Whip. It doesn't have to be Cool Whip, cool. the brand Whip. name. But, you know, you can get the, I mean, for me, I could just get the the Winco brand. So you take it and you put it in the freezer and freeze it. And then um, you, you get your fresh berries, you know, your strawberries, raspberries, blackberries, whatever. So once the when the Cool Whip is frozen, you can scoop it out like ice cream. And it doesn't have as much sugar. It still has the consistency of ice cream for the most part. Mm-hmm. And then you put the fruits and berries in there and you can maybe just try it. See if it yeah. works. And then you're still getting a treat at the end of the day. Now, the key to that is, though, you only take a scoop, a couple of scoops. You don't eat the entire the container thing. of Cool Whip. No. Because <laughs> the, a lot of that is like oil and, and, and kind of unnatural stuff. Yeah, well, um, but, and maybe you can find something that is more natural, right? And that's like you know, like a froyo would be a good a good substitute because at least it's not giving you all those sugars and the dairies as much as you know, like a as a froyo would. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I mean, I think an alternate an alternate reward at the end of the day might mm-hmm. be a good way to start. Um, but give the also think consider hypnotherapy. Yeah, just give it a give it a shot because it sounds like you're open minded enough to alternative alternative. Oh my god alternative <laughs> ways of, of, you know, of practicing, of, uh, then, then go seek out a hypnotherapist. If you don't know one, I can, I could highly, I have a few that I could recommend. Um, and if you want them, go ahead and email us back at rad at radradio.com. Um, I think that'll do it for today. Oh, yeah, that's it. Unless you got anything else. No, I don't. No. Uh, let us know what you think about Sabroso. If, if we, if we were to do like a live appearance at Sabroso, uh, Amanda and myself, um, somewhere like in the 98 Rock 10 area. I, I got to work out. I got to flesh out the details. But if you're going and you would like to be a part of something like that, shoot us an email at rad at radradio.com. That's also where you can reach us for any other issues. If you want to talk about sobriety, how we got started in radio, all that other stuff, uh, email us rad at radradio.com. And that's it for the podcast this week. Namaste, fuckers. Bye. The Rad 